Hi folks, this is Dr. Andy McCabe, and you are listening to a recording that will help you to attain your peace of mind, something that all of us want, something that the rich, the poor, the in-between, all of us want and so many times don't have. So as you listen to this recording, I'm going to give you some of the tools that you need. These are educational tools educational tools to change your mind to give you the peace of mind you want. So, what's this all about? I had breakfast this morning with a friend of mine who, when talking to me, said, you know, I am I'm nervous. I can't sleep. I worry about the world. I worry about my kids, my family, my job. I just can't stop the worrying, and I can't turn my mind off, and it makes me nervous. And I said to him, as I'm saying to you, that there's a way to help this. And he's tried many different methods, but this educational method, I believe, will give you the tools you need to make a difference. Let me explain first what happens. Whenever we're worried about something, whether it's any of the things I mentioned before or other things I haven't mentioned, when we're concerned, our mind, which produces over 2,000 different chemicals, sends messages. We have a message that goes to the adrenals, which start to pump. And because the adrenals are pumping, it's helping us to deal with the fight or flight mechanism. And what that means is that we can either run from something or fight it. But how are we going to fight our, our thoughts? Nothing to run away from, nothing to fight. So instead, it just goes round and round and until we are obsessing on these thoughts and can't turn them off. Also, our thoughts send a message to the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus is the, the emotion center, and that also becomes excited, and like the adrenals, helps us to prepare for the fight or flight mechanism. We can either fight something or run away from it. Now, this is the result of something very, uh, very old in our bodies, which allowed us to, when confronted with something terrible, either to run away from it, like a like an animal, or to fight it. But most times now, we don't have that opportunity. We can't run away, we can't fight, so what do we do? We obsess. And the mind goes, it goes over and over and over on whatever it is that's bothering us. So how do we shut it off? Well, you can tell yourself, I'm not going to think that way anymore, and I'm just going to think in a new way, and sounds good, but it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because you're two parts to your mind, your conscious and the subconscious. And it's kind of like the conscious mind is 10% of our thinking, and the unconscious mind is like 80 or 90%. So the real power part, like with an iceberg, is underneath the water. And so the real power part is the subconscious part of our mind. And again, that's why... You know, I'll say I'll stop thinking X, Y, or Z, and you can't stop thinking it because it's not the power part of your mind. It's the conscious mind, which, again, doesn't allow us to get the good feeling that we want. So how can we turn it off? Well, as you're listening to this recording, what's going to happen is that your subconscious is going to be treated in a way that allows you to take these positive thoughts and like a switch, turn off the negative thoughts 
and replace them with positive thoughts. And let me explain to you how this works. When you listen to this recording, when you're in bed or, or in an easy chair, wherever you choose, just you do not do listen to this recording if you're driving or doing anything where you could be in danger for yourself or others. So you must listen to this in a very safe place. And as you listen to the sound of my voice, what will happen is that we are changing thoughts. And when we change the thoughts that go to the adrenals and the hypothalamus, we disconnect. We disconnect from the circuit that's causing you to worry all day or not be able to sleep. That's why we call this the amazing sleep system. As you're listening, which you'll listen for at least the next 21 days, we're going to bypass critical judgment, which is the conscious mind, and work on the subconscious or also called the unconscious mind. And as you relax, I'll be telling you some stories. These stories will be meant to get to your the power part of your mind, which we now realize what it is. And when you get to the power part of your mind, we'll be changing not only your ability to go to sleep, but also the following day and everything that happens to approach life in a different way, a more positive way. And let me start with my first story. This farmer has a horse, and it's his pride and joy. And one day the horse gets out of the corral, and the nosy neighbors come over, and they say, wow, that's bad. Your horse ran away. And the wise man said, who's the rancher, he says, well, he said, I don't know if it's good or bad, I just accept it. The following day, the horse comes back, and he brings three wild horses with him. The farmer sees this, closes the corral, and now he has four horses. And the neighbor, same one, comes back and said, wow, good news, I see your horse came back with three wild horses. He said, yeah, I don't know if it's good or bad, I just accept it. The following day, the general from the area comes by to conscript every able-bodied young man into the army, but the rancher's son has fallen off one of the wild horses and it has broken his leg. And so, obviously, he can't be, he can't go into the army. And so, what seemed like bad news, the breaking of the leg, ended up being good news because he didn't have to go into war. So, everything in our lives, when you start to look at it in a different way, maybe you lose something, somebody's angry at you, some, everything's about a lesson. Our lives are all about lessons, lessons to be learned. And we either learn the lessons or we don't. And part of the, the learning process has to do with saying, when things happen, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I accept it. When you approach life that way, you surrender in the sense that we, we have no control. People say, well, I have control. No, you don't. What do you have control over? Well, you might have control over something you eat or something you do, but most of life is not under control. Everything can be going wonderfully well, and then something happens. And that's the way life works. Something happens all the time. Life is not meant to be one big joyride. All of us get problems. All of us have problems. But what you're listening to now that will make a difference will help you to deal with the problems and look at them in a more constructive way. Look at them in a way that will give you peace of mind. And by the way, 
what is it that we really want when people say, I'm anxious, I'm depressed? What do they really want? They want peace of mind. How much is peace of mind worth? It's worth everything. If we had a billion dollars, but we go around you know, being unhappy or we can't turn off our thoughts or people are not nice to us and we take it to heart, and you know, there's no peace of mind. And so all of my work that I'm doing has to do with peace of mind, giving you a sense of I'm glad I'm alive, I'm thankful I'm alive, and whatever has happened, I'm looking at as a teaching tool. Now, how can you say that when something really bad happens? Well, uh, as in the case of, you know, like all of us, I've had life situations where people die. Well, how's that good? Well, the learning lesson there is that it's going to happen to all of us. And if you love that person, they, they're always with you. They're in your heart. And if you love that person, you can even speak to them because, in my belief, we never die. We just move on from one place of being to another. So, and then, well, what about sickness? What about, what about sickness? You know, we're not here to be healthy all the time. All of us get sick. And so it can be a reminder to maybe do things more healthfully. Well, but what happens if we do things healthfully and all bad things happen anyway? Well, life is not supposed to be fair. It's not fair. And some people blame God and they say, oh, look what God did to me. Okay, but did God do anything good for you? Have there been things in your life that were just okay and fine and happy? And so are you looking at the glass that's that's really 80% full and 20% problem? So everything has to do with attitude. And everything has to do with your mind. Because as I mentioned before, it's your, your unconscious is way more powerful than your conscious mind. And when you learn that, as you'll be learning in the, this tape and tapes to come, you'll realize that you can change this by using this hypnoidal state, which is a state when we're most susceptible to suggestion. And as we get use the suggestion, it gets through to the subconscious or unconscious, and allows us to look at life in, in a new way, in a healthier, more productive way. And this new way is so beneficial because for many people, it will give you your life back. Every story is meant to make you look at life a little differently. And so for my next story, I want you to think of a man who was asked to go to the seashore put his hand in the sand and bring back the amount of sand he has in that hand and give it to the person who may ask him to do so, and he'll be given the exact amount in gold dust of whatever sand he can bring back. So one man goes and he puts his hand in the sand, covers it with the other hand so that the wind doesn't blow it all away, gets back and puts that amount of sand on the desk of the person who asked him. Another man goes to the seashore, puts his hand in the sand, but is very afraid that the sand is going to blow away, so he tightens his hand, he clenches his hand, and of course what happens is all of the sand sand goes out of his hand between his fingers. Well, what's this story about? It's a story about holding on too tightly. 
Some people believe they have control and they hold on to that control so tightly that they lose. They're not not able to try easy. And trying easy means do the work that has to be done to to prepare for whatever it is that you want done. But then try easy. Don't try too hard. Don't grasp that sand so that it goes out in between your fingers. Prepare, think positively about whatever it is that you want to do, and then try easy. And that's what try easy means. Any great professional ball player or artist, singer, dancer, if they try too hard, they know they don't do well. And so what they constantly seek is to try to be in a state of flow. And a state of flow basically means that you're, you're in a situation where it just feels right. It feels good. You're in, you're in sync. And the, you do better with the basketball or the football or baseball, tennis, whatever it is you're doing, or dancing or singing. When you're in what they call the flow, which only happens when you've really, really prepared, but also pre- uh, physically, but also prepared your mind mentally to see yourself in a positive light, winning, scoring the points, doing what needs to be done. That's flow. So a lot of what we're talking about in our tapes is also to help you to develop a state of flow. Whatever it is that you want to do, you do the work necessary to make it happen, and then when the time comes, you're ready. The sense of flow is just such a wonderful thing, and as as you progress through this, you're going to see how just beneficial in your life it is. So, as I continue, I want you to also think about what role perfectionism plays in your life. A lot of people, they were raised to be perfectionistic by a mother or father who gave them the unconscious, subconscious, or actually direct information to say that when you're perfect, you get love. And so none of us are perfect, so people strive for it. But if mom or dad said to them, when you're perfect, you get love, they strive for perfection, but it causes a tremendous amount of internal and external pain. Pain because all of us want to be loved, but if we are perfectionistic in everything that we do, it's a problem. A dear friend of mine, a writer, once said, perfectionism is no good. If you want it to be perfect, you leave your manuscript in the drawer and it will never get published. So yes, do your best, work to be in the flow, but remember that the only thing that perfectionism will do is make you nervous. And also for those of us who are perfectionistic and and have difficulty with it, learn to forgive yourself. We've all made mistakes. And part of life is making mistakes. And learning to love ourselves means that we'll let go of our mistakes. We can't change the past. So when we forgive ourselves for, for whatever we did, and again, all of us have made mistakes, some of them small, some of them big, but when you let go of yourself and by forgiving yourself, it gives you peace of mind. And again, as I'll say many times during this recording, it's all about peace of mind and learning to try easy. Don't try too hard. Trying too hard is, as I've mentioned, like the man at the seashore when he tries too hard and, and the sand squeezes out between his fingers. And as we continue, many people are also very angry at others and themselves 
and they can't forgive. And they're angry and, and they hate. And whenever we hate, we poison ourselves, not the person that we hate. They, don't, they may not even know it. So it's very important as you progress not to hate, to forgive. You say, well, I can't forgive. Well, if you choose that you can't forgive, then uh, you've got a problem. Because as, it, as the Lord says, those who forgive will be forgiven, and those who won't forgive will not be forgiven. And I believe that. And the, and the benefit also of forgiving other people is you don't carry that anger around with you. You realize that they did what they did for whatever reasons, and they may be evil reasons, but holding on to the anger will cause problems. And uh, I've heard it said in many quarters that, that anger can cause cancer. And I believe it because, as I've mentioned before, with the, with the conscious and unconscious, is that that hatred causes chemicals in your body that are not healthy. And going back to what I said earlier also, your brain produces over 2,000 chemicals, and I want those chemicals to be happy chemicals and not hatred and evil chemicals. So when you, as you're listening to this tape and taking everything into what we had to say, um, I want to explain to you that in, in the time that we have left on this tape and other tapes that we'll make in the near future, um, it's all about helping yourself to be better, to be happier, to be stronger, to be more loving. And I'd like you to think about it this way, too. And if you believe in God, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. But I believe that, that fear is not godly, that godliness is love, and that fear is anti-love or the devil. And some people will just say, oh, that's so silly. There is no devil. That's okay if you believe that. But as we go through our life every day, we have an opportunity to either act in love, which is godly, or in fear, which is not. It's your decision to make. And let me finalize with this as we close out on recording one. When things happen, I don't know if they're good or bad. I just accept it. Going back to the man with the horse, I want you to be happy. I want you to be peaceful. And I want you to have peace of mind. And I want you to, as a result of our working together, to say, I'm so glad that I went through the program with Dr. Andy because I feel better. I sleep better. I have better days with my workers, family, relatives, and friends. And I'm happier. And in fact, that I'm coming closer and closer to having the peace of mind that I want. Now, you'll remember everything I said on this tape without trying. If you've fallen asleep, wonderful. If you haven't, let the tape play out. And tomorrow, you'll feel wonderfully well, relaxed, calm, peaceful. And you'll have a wonderful day because you'll be looking at life in a new, positive, and productive way. Thanks for listening.